Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Uh, welcome back to the No Laying Up Podcast. We have Allison Lee and Bronte Law with us here at the Kia Classic. You guys, how long have you guys been friends? Mm, too long. <laughs> probably almost like five years now, around five years, because we met yeah. shortly, like right before we went into UCLA. Yeah, two we played years against. Before we went to college, mm-hmm. right? So probably six years now. Almost six years. And yeah. where are you from, Bronte? Um, England. Where in England? Uh, Manchester. Okay. So I'm like big into soccer. And so you guys knew each other before. You guys were roommates at UCLA, correct? Yes, yes. we lived together our senior year, okay. our last year at school. Okay. You, I'm fascinated to hear. <laughs> you got a story already for no. us? Yes, come on, come on. No. Yes, you were getting ready. No. Let's, I, let's just say, like, we're, I'm surprised we haven't killed each other yet, but. And why is that? We, I mean, like, we're the, t- we both have, like, a strong kind of dominant personality, so we'd always butt heads. So obviously, when you live with someone with the same exact personality, we would always fight all the time. But what do you fight now, about? We don't even fight. We just talk to we each just, other. Like I know we're fighting, and like, people think we're fighting. Yeah, like if there's someone next, you're like to a married us, couple. Then. It, like yeah, it's literally if someone's next to us, listening to our conversation, they'll be like, "Jeez, like they oh my gosh, they're okay." And I'm like, "We're fine." Like, <laughs> That's just how we you just get along. How we talk every day. Yeah. Um, so I, w- I was always curious. So you 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 went to UCLA. You ter- started playing professionally. How do you balance a like class schedule with playing professional golf? I mean, it was definitely really tough, but it was something I wanted to do. Like, um, I turned pro like December of 2014, so like right in the middle of sophomore year, like a week before finals. And I remember being so happy, but so sad at the same time. And I knew right then and there that I just wanted to keep playing or keep playing and, and continue to be in school as well. And so it was really hard. You know, I, people don't really believe it, but I do tell them like, you have no idea how much I cried. Like I cried all the time because <laughs> I was so stressed out and yeah, gained a lot cry. of weight. <laughs> like, I got so fat, but, um, <laughs> but, but that's it probably was, from sprinkles more than anything. Yeah. That's right? probably just from alcohol and eating yeah, true. <laughs> at 2 a.m um so you know obviously what kept me going was having a lot of great friends having support and um having that balance like I liked having a life and something to go back to at home when I wasn't on the road and I joined a sorority my junior year at UCLA don't go Dasha Gamma <laughs> and oh I you know I made a lot of great <laughs> friends um that, you know, that literally knew nothing about golf, and now they all follow us, and I think it's just really cool to see. It's really funny, actually. When I joined the sorority, when I was going through Rush, I went through Rush like a normal student, and I didn't tell any of them I played golf, and it's funny, because the day after you join a sorority, like, you get, like, a 100 Facebook friend requests (laughs) from everyone in the house, and so people started to get to know who I was, and, like, over a couple weeks, you know, when I'd go to the house and stuff like that, meet more girls, one by one, a girl would be like, my dad knows who you are. <laughs> and I was like, cool. <laughs> and we had like a dad's day, like football tailgate or something. And there were a couple like dads that were like, a couple of the girls like, my dad wants a picture with you. <laughs> and I was like, okay. It 
was really funny. But like I said, I mean, going back to, you know, things like that really helped me going, you know, continuing to schedule everything. And yeah, it was hard. You know, Bronte did that like the last half of your year uh, yeah, at UCLA. Yeah, she did it for like two and a half years because um, yeah. six months was enough for me. Yeah. Was so. it a, a main motivation for you to get a college degree? Yeah. 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 Um, Same I think, for you? Yeah, yeah. The fact that we'd started our journey, it was like, we've got to finish this, you mm-hmm. know, and get our degree in the end. And once you've got it, you've got it. And no one can like take that away from you. So, you know, I think that's that's huge and the fact that we did it together and walked graduation together Mm -hmm. I think that was the main thing you know we want to graduate on time like with our friends walk graduation with all the other student athletes our year that we knew since freshman year so that was the main goal Mm -hmm. so what motivated you guys to turn professional when you did I mean it's kind of unique to women's golf careers tend to like trend younger is that is a reason kind of like you're looking like this is probably some of the prime years of my life I'm ready to play professionally yes I feel like it's a timing thing and I feel like it's the same for a lot of other sports like baseball or football even basketball I mean any sport out there because when you feel like you're playing well and time is right and you feel like your game is ready for the next level then you just need to go for it and see um and that's what I did I had a really good freshman year at UCLA and I just wanted to, you know, see what my game was like compared to the other pros. So that's why I played Q school as an amateur. And I feel like, like I said, a lot of other sports like that are like that. You need to take the opportunity when you can. So. I was looking. You were a six-time first-team All-America. Oh, that with, was uh, AJGA. Yes, that was the AJGA. Six time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, I I started young. Um, yeah, I started playing AJGA right when I was twelve. I actually tried to play when I was eleven to try and play with older girls but they were strictly like no you can't you have to be 12 um Stop and yeah being so, so good <laughs> how old were you when you started playing golf around six okay yeah i was six years old i was yeah bronte i'm always i'm curious i'm always curious to hear europeans first impression of the okay. united states so what was the, when was the first time you came and played golf in the u.s and um, what surprised you what's something that surprised you well the first time i came and played golf in the u.s was probably junior's Ryder cup Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Where was that? Curtis Uh, Cup. Oh, yeah. No, I'm trying to... It it was a U.S. amateur, actually, in Cleveland, Mm. Ohio, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, I'm not really going to get a great view of America. That's actually a a kind of a great view of America. It's probably probably pretty (laughs) similar to Manchester, right? LA, like, you know, all the cool places. Right. But anyway. But normal America. (laughs) Normal America. Uh, You know, I didn't get to see that much of it. It was a short trip. I was in and out pretty fast. I was there with my dad, but I knew as soon as I came, I was like, yeah, I like it here, you know, like the, well, first of all, the fast food is like a big thing, you know, in America, it's everywhere, (laughs) everywhere. Like, Sort of defines us as a culture. (laughs) So that was the first thing I probably thought about, but then, um, you know, one of the other things, I think it's just the people out here, like I really like, you know, how optimistic Americans are in general. you know, in England, everybody just moans about how bad the weather is all the time. So, you know. Especially in Manchester. Yeah, exactly. Right? In, especially in Manchester. She also did say something the other day that I was very offended about. She was like, I forgot what company it was, but there was a L'Oreal or something, a hair product. We were watching a commercial or TV and a commercial <laughs> came on about L'Oreal. And, uh, and then she was talking about like, oh, like that's a french or european company and i was like oh really like i thought it was american she's like you americans think you made everything blah 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 and i was like whoa like calm down so how did you get to ucla um so well i knew i wanted to come to college from a very young age um 
you know, I spoke about from like age eight nearly, like I'm going to go to America, I'm going to be like Tiger Woods, I'm going to go to college, like, you know, I'm going to do all that. And then, um, you know, I looked into going to Stanford and, um, you know, then as I, the time came, you know, closer to deciding, um, UCLA reached out and, um, as soon as I visited, I was like, I'm going to go here, you know, LA, like, yep, this is going to be great for me. Like <laughs> the lifestyle here, yeah. you know, the, um, sunshine. Beaches. I almost feel like I'm in a foreign country <laughs> when I'm out here in San Diego yeah, and LA yeah. and I'm from it. I'm oh, from it's, the States. It's know? amazing. Did you um, find it hard to assimilate to American no, normal everyday really. life? Now it's pretty easy. <laughs> I, no, not really at all. Do you have a story behind that or something else? No, no. no. <laughs> we just, we I just had... made the most of my opportunity, I think, at college. Whether it was playing golf, partying, or you know, whatever. We want to go. Is. We want to go for that second bullet. I think more so than the first bullet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the golf part's just golf. I know. I mean, yeah, I feel yeah. like you know that was the main reason why I wanted to stay in school too, because you know, obviously golf was my passion, golf was my career, but you know, I wanted to have fun. I wanted to be in college. I wanted to live through this time of my life. You know, you hear everyone say college was the best four years of my life, and I wanted to like fully grasp that and live through that and I feel like I got to do that I so think we definitely did so how did that work from a from an academic perspective <sighs> I mean it was cool. like I said it was definitely difficult and for me it was great because I was a communications major and there were a lot of girls in my sorority that were communications majors so, so all my there. classes I had a friend or someone in there who can like send me notes if I was gone or were professors pretty flexible or some it depended like not uh, really as a whole though I yeah mean, as a whole i mean they for the most part you know if you're a student if you're if you're a student athlete you get a form you know giving you excused absences mm-hmm. so they can't fail you for something you missed because of an event but for us obviously it's our own time so you know if i was like i'm gonna be gone the next two three weeks they'd be like what and i'd be like but you know, I'm yeah, going to Australia. I'm traveling, I'm traveling to go and yeah. play golf. They're yeah. like, I'm not giving you help. <laughs> like, yeah, I actually one uh, professor he wanted me to take, so he allowed me to take my midterm on the road. Um, but I had to go and take it through this online program called Proctor U, and I had to take it at the, on the same day, same time as the class. And this was during British Open. <laughs> so I was like, we were in Scotland and I had, to, oh I remember God. taking it like three or 4 a.m. in the so morning. Because you're nine hours, yeah. nine yeah. hours ahead of the West yeah. Coast. I remember taking it like super early in the yeah. morning and freaking out because the Wi-Fi at the hotel was shit and like it wasn't working. And I was like almost crying because we only had this <laughs> certain window. Was this on a tournament day too? Like, yeah, this was a, like Friday like, night. Oh my God. So, <laughs> And I was just like, you know, it's three in the morning and I'm just like super emotional and like stressed <laughs> out. And eventually I was able to take and it. And the but weather was the really worst. good. Yeah. Well, windy that whole week like... was, it, I still remember it. I remember Where was Turnberry. it? I remember buying what her. What course was it? It was Trump Turnberry. Yes, you came I remember watched. buying her coffee just so she can warm her hands around it. She didn't want to drink it. Oh, California. Yeah, <laughs> California girl didn't crying. like the no. West Coast of Scotland. Yeah. I was in tears. Yeah. Had you played out there before? No. First time. It was time. my first week there. Like, she, she, I've played you're in. lucky she goes back after that. Oh, gosh. I was literally crying on the course. It was not a great week. You cried on the course? Yeah. Just because of the weather or how well, you played or like, everything? It was windy. It was, she wasn't really It was crying. windy. Like, 
it was raining, like pissing sideways, like, you know. I mean, a, standard. It's like, a British phrase. Yeah, She's learning. Standard, yeah. She is learning. <laughs> it pissing sideways. Yeah. That was good. I'm oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm proud of you right It now. was more like shitting sideways, but I mean, it, it was, I don't like it. It was bad, yeah, for It was sure. bad, yeah. And now the president is probably going to tweet at you because you, oh. you be, because you criticized the band. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're banned from my golf course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So what is what is uh, what's your first memory you have of Allison? Oh well, I mean my first good one. I'm gonna go with first <laughs> no. good one. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Big distinction well, there. Well, okay. So I'm trying to think. Like it's probably Junior Ryder Cup. Yeah, it was. We didn't really talk that week. No, though. we didn't. Uh, all much. I know is you're like. I remember us meeting, and, and she seemed like this very put-together, like, British girl. Can you do a British like, accent? So, You're getting close no, there. No. <laughs> I'm telling I, you right now, I'm she not cannot. bad, but, yeah, and, like, she's like, I'm going to UCLA. I was like, yeah, I know, like, and we talked for a little bit, but it was just, like, very on the surface. Um, Wait, you thought that I was just this really nice girl? Yeah, because you were kind of quiet and, like, it's you amazing. know. I do, don't know. Do you still think she's a nice girl? No. Not she really. really <laughs> she's more of a bitch. <laughs> I was like... More of a bitchy British girl. <laughs> What's like the the most you guys have ever gone at each other or the biggest fight, quote unquote fight you've mm, had? Probably like blacked out so we don't remember. Yeah, I was going to say, I definitely don't remember that. We'd wake up in the morning and we'd be like, morning, you know? Yeah. And probably neither of us would remember. Yeah, that's the thing. We can probably have like the biggest fight ever like the night before and then we'll wake up and it's like, oh, let's yeah. go to get yeah. breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Yeah. I'm, I mean, there's been countless times where... I mean, I don't even remember half the stuff that happens yeah. when we go out. Yeah. Was there tension, like Junior Ryder Cup or Curtis Cup? No, there, definitely there, not. Was there tension between the teams? Oh, yeah, 100%. No, like, not there was really. a little bit. Really? Uh huh. I don't Well, obviously, you know, any, any team stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, I would say there was less tension during Curtis Cup because that's when, like, both teams kind of knew each other more. And a lot of us were college students, so a lot of us had played you through mean, college. You mean how I, like, came on your bus when you won and started celebrating? Oh, yeah, like, when we won Curtis <laughs> Cup, like, Bronte came onto our bus and, like, rode back with us, and we were playing loud music. We were all having a good time. Um, I made an executive decision at that point that I was going to have more fun. I mean, because we're more fun, so. <laughs> and because I was there. No, you always want to hang out with the winning team. Like, obviously, they're going to have more fun. All right, guys, you've heard us talk about the new Mac Daddy 4 wedges from Callaway and how they have set a new standard in wedge performance. Uh, they feature Callaway's new and proprietary Groove and Groove technology, which gives you shot-stopping spin around the greens and a fantastic shape, which is inspired by the tour. The news on this front is that Callaway has recently announced the addition of the MD4 raw finish. Uh, this started out as a tour-only finish, but by popular demand, they have made it available to the public. These wedges are absolutely money, and through Callaway Customs, you can personalize your MD4s just like the Tour Pros. Through this Callaway Customs, you can add seven different areas of your wedges that you can customize. Paint fill, weight medallion colors. You can even throw in some custom stamping or symbols for good measure. We got a logo on one. I've got a, I've got a tour sauce on my 52 degree, and uh, I'm telling you, these things are perfect. Start designing your Mac Daddy 4 wedges now with Callaway Customs at callawaygolf.com slash customs. Get the raw finish. I promise you will not regret it. Uh, let's get back to Allison Lee and Bronte Law. Yeah. So as much as you guys have talked about partying, is, is, was a lot of your reasoning to want to stay in school so you could finish four years of partying? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
the oh my gosh, you can last, say yes. Last year, I would have stayed oh, a fifth. We sent it last year. Yeah, fun last year, year was of my lit. life. We had three bookcases like up to the yeah, ceiling. Yeah, so like we moved into our apartment and our landlord left like three bookshelves, like up to like eight the, feet probably. Yeah, like high, and there was about four or five rows, and they were probably about four feet wide. And we filled all of them with empty vodka bottles. That's so college. God, I've, I've never yeah. felt so oh, old in my life. Case. Can we can we just talk about like you guys? You guys had money as college students. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Oh my actually. gosh, we don't even. It's a little bit dangerous, right? <laughs> so my so I turned pro middle of sophomore year, right? Yeah. I was still living in the dorms. So, so we lived together that year too in singles. So we had a single room. So that was interesting. Yeah. And so I remember, like, after getting my card, I went back to UCLA, like, went to my dorm. <laughs> was, like, living in my dorm for, like, the next four or five months. Um, and the following year... That was an interesting night, yeah, actually, and the following, when you came back. Oh, we yeah. Oh, okay, let's... We can talk about that another time. <laughs> Bookmark um, that one. We'll come back to that one. But actually, my junior year, so I decided to live with four girls, including me, so it's five of us, and, like... I was traveling a lot, so I was like, hey, I'm not going to be there very often, so I could just room with someone, so the rent's a little bit cheaper, and you guys, I'll leave it all up to you to look for an apartment, and I come back, and they're like, we found an apartment, I was like, great, well, like, what is it? A freaking two-bedroom, one bath, with five girls. And this bedroom was, like, the size of this It's, room. like, half the size of this room. And there was three girls. And three of us, including The beds me. were just all in a row, and you couldn't move. And I was so on a trendle like, bed. It was like living in the dorms again. I was uh, on worse. a trendle bed. And one of, our, one of the roommates, one of the girls, she decides to turn lesbian over summer, and her girlfriend was over <laughs> all the time. So it was six girls <laughs> in a two-bedroom with one bath. Are you, start, are you thinking, like, all right, and like, I could do something different. It's so funny, because all year, people would give me shit, like, you're making money, like, why are you living in a shithole? And I was like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, but then we lived it up the next year. And then we the next year was... Ass place. Yeah. Next, next year, year we had, like, valet. We had like, chandeliers. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was, like... <laughs> it was great. It was zero to 100, like... Yeah, no, I literally... I, I could not walk around the apartment unless I had socks and shoes on. That's how gross it was. Oh, my God. So what's... Yeah. Let's go take us back to the night she got her card. Oh, God. Do you even remember that night? Yeah. You do. So, I basically Monday, had to carry her back to our yeah. apartment. Or no, the dorms. The dorms, yeah. So the dorms, so we lived in a dorm called... Um, uh, Reber. Reber. This, this wasn't that long ago. Reber. <laughs> Reber. Yeah. It's really freaking high up the hill. It's you like, know, UCLA campus is like super hilly. Mm-hmm. So Reber is probably the top of the top of the hill. And we decided to live there. Yeah, and so like... Monday, Sunday, I got my card. Monday, we had, like, rookie orientation or whatever. And then I flew back Monday night. We went out Tuesday, And right? there was, like, a USC-UCLA athlete party or whatever. And we were planning on going out, but, like, I had just arrived, and I landed late. I didn't oh, even have dinner. Oh, we went out Monday? It was a Monday oh, night. Oh, really? I still remember this. And then, yeah, I was dehydrated. I didn't have any dinner. I show up to the dorm. They're like, congrats! Here's like, a shot. I was like, thanks, I'm going to bed. They're like, no, you're going out. And I was like, I am dehydrated and I have no food in my stomach. Like, I am going to die. So I gave They're like, your... yeah, like, <laughs> you take a shot. Yes, yeah, so I gave her a shot. And so I drink and I 
like I don't remember what what happened after that. I remember throwing up throwing out the up. bus. I had to, yeah. I mean, then you kind of fell into a bush when you got out of the bus, and I had to pick <laughs> you up and like kind of help you. I mean, both. Our I shoes woke were up off. with my pajamas on. Like, oh yeah. In so my the best bed. part is, is my dress was so hung. she pukes in her hair. So I then have to shower her when I get back because I'm like I can't just leave you with puke in your hair. Professional athletes. So, so I. They're, so they're I, just like us. So I shower her. And she's just not helping at all. She's just sat in the shower. I'm like, this is not, this is not okay right now. So anyway, I wash her hair and everything, and put her pajamas on and put her in bed. So yeah, of course she wakes up the next morning. She's like, I feel oh, I'm great. Fine. I was like, I feel great. Like my I'm dress like, hung. I slept on your floor because I thought you were gonna die <laughs> <laughs> to make sure you were breathing. So yeah, that was quite an interesting yeah. night. So Allison, I can tell that you. You sent it last year. <laughs> just looking at yeah, just your year. results, oh, your rookie oh. year versus. Oh yeah. It's like it, it, it got. Yeah, you got a, a really good year. Downward rookie spiral. Year. Then, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. performance drinking wise though is just at yeah. its peak right now. Strokes gained. <laughs> strokes gained. Drinking oh, went yeah, through the huge. roof. At <laughs> least four or five strokes gained. So does this still happen on the road? When you guys are not no longer no, at school. We don't drink anymore. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it what's was the party saying. I right mean, but it was it was Bronte's birthday a couple week or last weekend, and it was my birthday the week before. And then I was I didn't play Singapore, so I was off that week. And then the week before Arizona, we were off, so we had like two weeks off, which was nice. And Bronte came to LA. We spent like I did like my birthday week in LA, and then we did like a birthday week in Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. And that's home mm-hmm. base. For it you. was very tame. Scottsdale. Yeah. Okay. It was a very tame weekend. Not much. Yeah. Going Bronte on. only blacked out like for three days. It's fine. <laughs> Where do you play at in Scottsdale? Uh, Ganey Ranch. Okay. Yeah. And how often do you get back to Manchester? Never. Never. No. Home is Scottsdale now. Okay. Yeah. And your family comes and visits you. Uh huh. Yeah. My yeah, mom. Her was, mom. Her mom was mom there. Was... Her mom was blacked out for five days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> So she's got, she's great. Her family genetically, is genetically, I'm on form. <laughs> great future. Have you guys ever been hungover for a tournament round? I, oh, uh, <laughs> we not only once, this. only once. Okay. Um, and I shot three under. There you go. I shot four under. Oh yeah. Saturday. Actually, this past, no, Sunday. Yeah. This past Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> it was St. Patrick's Day. What, I what, couldn't, what, what, re- I couldn't resist. Yeah. I mean, I went out for a casual drink and it was just supposed to be. Casual drink. A bit of a drink, as and they would say. And then I woke up. Well, I didn't. I got home at two a.m. Yeah. <laughs> is that I, is that on? What your, time was your tea time? Still there on your neck. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> so it was a rough night. Yeah. Mm. And I wake up in the morning and I, I fat my first three shots on Did the you range. Really? Oh, on I'm the range. Thinking, um, today's gonna be interesting. But anyway, it worked out really well. I guess it calmed my nerves or something. What time was your tea time? 10.30. Oh, that's not too bad. No, yeah. like three, four hours sleep. It's fine. That's all you need. I, I'm, yeah. a, I'm really hesitant to get into golf questions. Like, no. like, There's yeah. way more interesting <laughs> stuff. But. So, oh, yeah. so where did no. you guys, uh, at UCLA, what was your home course for UCLA? We had a lot. Yeah, we had a couple. I mean, Mm -hmm. one of them, Wilshire, where they have that event now, the LA Open, which is really cool that we get to go out there and play. Um, And then Bel Air Fridays. That was always interesting Mm -hmm. after going out on a Thursday night. Um, Frat Thursdays. (laughs) Yeah. What were Uh, Frat Thursdays? 
Like, all the frats have something on Thursday. Yeah. So, we'd, it was, like, student night. So, we'd always go out on a Thursday. And then and Bronte never took her makeup off before bed. And Coach would be, like, in the morning, oh, where were you last night? Yeah, she knew every time. <laughs> 7 a.m. we had to meet on oh. Friday. So, that was... Yeah. 7 a.m. Yeah, and so you're going and playing like a top 100. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we're just like, we don't week. want to be here. <laughs> See, that's, that, that experience paid off when you were actually hung over for a yeah, round. You exactly. had experience in I've that trained discussion. myself. Yeah. <laughs> I've trained myself in more than one area. <laughs> <laughs> so that I can perform under pressure and also... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was there much of a transition for you guys from amateur golf to professional golf? I mean, was your your routines change and everything? Did you find that challenging in any way? I think so. I mean, like playing amateur golf and college golf, we played maybe 10 events a year. And then coming on tour, we play over 20. So, you know, it was just tough. Like all of a sudden, literally playing every week and like making sure you're ready to go every single week. And sometimes, you know, you weren't always as ready as others, but you had to be. And so mentally and physically, it was just a big kind of, like, here you go. Like, you're a pro now. You need to be ready to play yeah. golf. And I think as well, it's the fact that you have to take yourself accountable. You know, it, it's all you now. You don't have a coach telling you, like, be yeah. here at that time. Like, you need to figure out, you know, yourself what time to be there and, you know, how much work you need to put in instead of someone telling you how much work to put in. So it's... I think it's just a different whole kind of mm-hmm. learning experience. Uh, I definitely think last year for me, you know, I learned a lot um, in terms of figuring out what was best for me as opposed to seeing what other people are doing because every, everyone does their own thing and, um, you know, there's not one, you know, like route to success. It's like everyone does different things for them and I think for me that was probably the biggest challenge was figuring out exactly what, you know, I should do. I feel like a lot of a lot of the ladies out here play 30, 32, 33 mm-hmm. weeks a year. Is that something that you guys plan on doing or is that I mean is that just too much? I want to play as much as possible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I really enjoy competing. Like that's you know really what why I play golf. Um I was always like very competitive as a child and even now. Um, <laughs> you know, everything is a competition, but um so for me, I just love, I love that. So I want to play as long as I'm healthy as much as I can. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Like, definitely it gets hard sometimes. Like, you need to make sure you're aware of your body and you're aware of, you know, you know, what your game is like. And, you know, if you want to go home, if you want to keep playing. And so for me, I've found that, you know, you find I've kind of found a routine. Like, I know my rookie year, I tried to play as much golf as I could. And it was a lot. But now it's like, okay... I want to be able to be home for at least, you know, this amount of time. So I'll play. You want to kind of set up in blocks, right? Exactly. So I'll play three, four events, and then I want want to go home. Party. No. We keep coming back to that. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So, you know, and I, like I said, I really kind of cherish and, you know, like would want to go back home and see my friends and family because that's really important to me. So, you know, I try and, you know, play as many tournaments as I can, but also kind of try and make sure I find that time for myself and, like, to go back home. Where's yeah. home for you now? Vegas. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you laugh when you say that? I, I don't know. I just, it's I perfect mean. perfect for a party lifestyle. No. I just, well, I'm, obviously I'm an L.A. girl and I always will be. And I, I find myself going back to L.A. Like, I'm in Vegas, but I'm honestly never there. Mm-hmm. Because I go back to LA all the time, but I'm trying really hard to 
base myself more in Vegas. And it's kind of weird to say this, but like being in Vegas is actually less distracting than being in LA because all my friends are in LA yeah. and you can get work done in exactly Vegas. and yeah. a lot of my friends like don't play golf they just work so every weekend mm. they're like let's go out yeah. and I'm like okay <laughs> I can't resist get roped in. Yeah. you probably get that a lot too people are like oh Vegas that must be yeah. insane but you probably have like yeah. a kind of a siloed life while well, you're I there I think if we lived that together it would no. be a disaster yeah. no we, we cannot live together ever again <laughs> do you guys room together on the road at all or does oh, anybody yes. yeah mm-hmm. definitely yeah, yeah like, all the do. time yeah. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, not this week. No. But um, we, we've already roomed together a couple times this week. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, not too much because <laughs> we will kill our each other. Practice rounds together, oh, too. Yeah. We, we freaking, she wanted to play at 7 a.m. this morning. And you wanted to party last night? Early, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's it's a, a Monday. Come on. What, yeah. uh, I mean, you, the LPGA tour is a worldwide tour. What are your like favorite places to go? And for what reasons? That's a good one. Um, I really like the tropical destinations we have, like Hawaii and the Bahamas. Those are always fun. Yeah. Although the Bahamas wasn't wasn't all that tropical this year, right? It was, yeah, it was, it was like sixty miles an hour. A lot of wind, windy. Um, but you know, obviously, like being on the beach, it's nice. I love this West Coast swing just because yeah. it's so close to home, and a lot of our friends and family are here, so they could come out to watch, and I could see them, which is nice. Um, yeah, we have a really good schedule this year yeah. for like the West Coast, which yeah. is really fun. So for me, I would say this part, this time of the year, is always my favorite. Do you guys yeah. treat this part of the season any differently with majors? Major season about to start. Do you try to get your game peaking at, at, at the right time, or is it kind of um, just trying to get it to peak period? I don't know. I just feel like golf in general is just a mental game. So you know, whether you're playing a major, whether you're playing a smaller event or whether you're playing a practice round, I feel like you kind of have to treat it all the same and kind of go into every, all of them with the same mindset. And so, um, I don't really have like a particular schedule or a way that I train that, you know, gets me to peak. I know some players do do that. Um, but yeah, I just try and, you know, treat every tournament as if it were the same. Yeah. New Bounty? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, you know, I think obviously, you know, the stretch, like, you do have to maybe, uh, you know, think more about, like, resting a little, you know, not pushing yourself too much with, obviously, a week before a major, but I wouldn't say that I treat it really any different other than I'm just con- conscious of the fact that I don't want to burn out, so, you know, I'm not practicing for eight hours a day or anything, you know, just doing what I need to do to prepare, like, for the week, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a lot of people have said, you know, like, this is a marathon, like, playing... All, pretty much almost all year round and playing that many events for the whole year, you know, you kind of have to pace yourself. You don't want to just be grinding all, you know, for the beginning of the season and then just kind of at the end of the season just being way too tired and injured. And injured. Yeah. yeah. Um, what, like, like uh, as far as the LPGA schedule, do you, do you ever get frustrated playing in the States because it's such a different game than what you grew up playing? Um, not really actually um I think coming over to college was partly you know one of the reasons I did it was to learn how to play like American style golf kind courses. of target yeah because yeah. I my goal was to be on the LPGA and mm-hmm. the LPGA is based out here so I needed to figure out how to you know play American style and honestly college was the best way for me to you know prepare myself for that and um you know I owe a lot to you know, the coach at UCLA for, you know, giving me that opportunity and letting me go there because I really did, you know, start to, you know, 
perform a lot better when I came uh, to the States. And also I, when I went home, I was playing, you know, well, even better as well. So, um, you know, I, I definitely prefer playing golf out here for sure. I read that you, you won the English ladies amateur uh-huh. by 16 shots. Yeah. It was a good event. 16 shots. Yeah. I got the course record, and they actually gave me a honorary membership at the course. Where what was course? it? At Hunstanton. It's in, like, Norfolk. Okay. So I've never been back because it's about five-hour drive from where I live. So, but, you know. Thanks. You need <laughs> it. Membership. So, all right, so how many shots were you up after each round? I'm not sure, actually. Honestly, after I shot the eight under, there was no looking back. Like, I was just keep. Like it's in the bag. You're just, you're just competing against yourself. Yeah, further. Right? I just, I actually each day I would say, okay, you need to shoot, you know, this many under, you know, just to kind of keep myself being motivated to, uh-huh. yeah. So, who's who, do you guys have anybody out on tour that you've ever played with or kind of has mentored you since you've been up here? Or somebody that you've really learned a lot from in your time as a professional. Um, I would say me personally, like Michelle. Mm-hmm. I met Michelle when I was. 14 I think at my very first US Open and I loved her you know the fact that she graduated from Stanford I really really looked up to that and meeting her and getting to know her like I've just loved who she is she's been so nice and like she was the one mentoring me especially my rookie year like when I played uh, the Solheim Cup too she was always there for me and kind of guiding me and so you know I feel like for me she was one of my biggest um, cheerleaders but also someone that I look up to yeah what was the Solheim Cup experience like? Uh, well, a lot went on that week. That, that <laughs> well, just a lot went on that week because, I don't know, like, that's right before school started. Like, I was sick that week. I had, like, a weird food poisoning thing, so I was, like, throwing up and shitting. Like, before, I, I missed the opening ceremony. Um, and then... It's a nice I, like, <laughs> Well, and I was, like, literally eating crackers and sitting in bed, like, the first half of the week and then I was just so nervous and I was the only new one um you know pretty much the whole team was the same from the previous uh Solheim Cup except me and you're a rookie on tour yeah, yeah. and so it just it, I just felt kind of out of place like I was already really nervous like I was sick that can't help with the shitting being that <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> and I, I don't know it and that's why for me like you know Michelle was really there for me and and she really helped me out a lot that week. Um, and yeah, obviously, you know, playing and then the whole thing happened don't, with don't, Suzanne. Don't, don't rush past that because it's been, it's been, <laughs> we're a few years removed from it. So people yeah. may forget about it yeah. and walk us through, remind us what, what happened. Well. It's okay to talk about now, right? Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, so I mean, so basically what, we were on 17 and it was best ball. So Brittany hit her drive in the water. So I was like, great. <laughs> Anyways, no, it was this. fine. She was a great partner. Like, she, we were playing really well. And then um, I had a good drive, good second shot. Um, and then Suzanne and Charlie both had a birdie putt just outside me. So they both missed. And then I was the last one to putt. And I believe we were, I want to say, like, all square. I think we were all square. And I had to make this to go one up and go into the last hole. And then I still remember it was, like, a right-to-left putt. And I think... I don't remember, I, but I know I missed it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, obviously we're in Germany. Everyone's cheering. They're like, yeah, like, you know, you, like, good thing you missed it or whatever. And then I thought I heard 
like, you know, obviously I'm really upset and I thought I heard that's good. And I kind of heard, you know, people walking away. So I didn't even think twice. So when I picked it up and Suzanne was like, I didn't say that's good. So for me, it wasn't even like, oh shit, I picked it up. It was just like, what are you talking about? Like I heard you say that's good. And she's like, no. And I was like, uh, okay, what do I do? And there's and nothing then, you can really yeah, say. I was yeah. like, no. well, I, I'm sorry. Like I thought you said that's good. And then I looked, we looked at our rules official and he was like, well, um, she didn't concede the putts. It's a one for penalty. And then obviously I was just like, okay, like I just, I was just so in shock. And then mm-hmm. we were just like, okay, let's go to the next hole. And then we lost whatever. Like I was really mad after the round. Like I just cried. I think I was more sad than mad. Yeah. You had a really ugly picture. But what? Okay. Yeah. Great picture. But, <laughs> but, but actually, I have that one so, saved. Okay. Okay. Good for you. So you're just sitting back in LA. I have LA, a lot like... of great pictures of you too. So just make sure you're, you know that. But anyway, so I actually feel bad because the media bashed Suzanne for what she did, but I'm more upset at our rules official. So I looked back at the rules. So basically, if there's a misunderstanding for a conceded putt, then you replay it without just penalty. Hmm. And he told me that it's a one-stroke penalty. Interesting. And so, like, looking back at it now, like, I'm so upset at our rules official. I'm mm. not going to say his name. He's still out here. But, I'm sure like, everyone else knows. I'm sure. But that's the thing a lot of people don't know. It's like they don't know that, like, it should have been a different ruling right. and it could have been a different outcome. Would she have made you putt it, or was it just that she yeah, hadn't yeah. she hadn't gotten to well, giving it to you no, yet? No, she said I didn't give you that putt, and so I think if based on the rules, I would have just re yeah. like placed it where it was. Mm-hmm. Um, In your mind, was it a foregone conclusion that it was a gimme? I mean, I thought she said that's good, and it was yeah. very close. I mean, it was like a <laughs> tap in, um, but obviously, you know, when you're under pressure like that, sure. I guess whatever, but. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's it's. I understand why, but when yeah. I the, when I initially asked about it, you kind of like rolled your eyes about this whole home You guys won this whole home cup. Like it was exciting. It was, awesome. <laughs> it was an awesome. But like I said, your, it was just a weird week for me because yeah. it was like I was yeah. new Shit's and I was everywhere. like <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> um, and I was crying and I was in a foreign country. Yeah. And how old were you? Uh, I was twenty. Twenty. Okay. I was. So 20. going back to the 2014 or the tw- the, 15, the, the 2009 U.S. Women's Open. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Like you're, so you're 14. I was 14. Mm-hmm. And all right, so we're talking to Danielle Kang earlier. She she was 14 playing in her first, and she said she didn't even really grasp that it was uh-huh. the U.S. Women's I've, Open. Oh my gosh, I still remember every moment of but it. You had a different experience. Yeah. Right? So I was like so like when I was 14, I still like braces like 100 pounds. My dad was Your caddying. Your ass was like inverted. Was yeah, like, I had an inverted yeah. ass. Thanks for the reminder. I'm Asian. Got brought to okay. here just to roast yeah. here. That's, that's, <laughs> love this. I'm sorry, I don't have a butt. But it's fine. Um, not everyone can. It's actually a funny story. Mom, my mom, I was putting. I was practicing on putting right. And my mom said she was kind of watching from outside the ropes. And there were a couple girls that were, you know, there with girls golf. They were kind of there waiting for signatures and stuff. And a couple of them were probably older than me. And so I was putting, whatever, and my mom comes up to me later, and she says that, oh, she was just laughing, and I was like, what's so funny? And she goes, you know, those girls that were standing next to me, I was like, yeah, apparently they were, like, looking at me, they're like, who's that girl? Like, she's so young, like, what is she doing here? Oh, she's probably just, like, a member that doesn't know what's going on and (laughs) just practicing on the putting green. And then, like, after, so, and then I walked up to my mom, and I was like, okay, like, mom, let's go to number one. 
And then the girls were just like, like in shock because first of all, they were saying all this shit in front of my mom. So she, they knew she heard everything they were saying. And second, like, I'm not a stupid member who's just like putting around, but I was just like a little kid. And I remember Ani played that year too. Uh-huh. And I remember being in the locker room and like Lorena passed by and me and Ani like, <laughs> like watched her walk by like this. And I'll, we were both like giggling when she walked past, yeah. and she like looked back like, haha, like yeah, I'm like Lauren Ocho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was really cool. And you finished tied for 26th. Yeah, that was so a really you, fun damn. week. Yeah, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Great course too, soccer. Yeah, oh, great course. And I remember hitting like driver three wood every hole because I didn't hit it anywhere. <laughs> I don't know how I played that well. Well, you are 100 but... pounds. Yeah, so. yeah, and no ass apparently. Didn't put yeah. your inverted so. ass into it. Yeah, you could not use. <laughs> yeah, those no, no power in my glutes. So I want to do some best and worst that you guys have seen from each other. So like, what's what's the? Uh, <laughs> I was thinking golf related, but now I <laughs> you okay. literally just spit your water out. <laughs> what's the worst shot you've ever seen Bronte hit? Worst shot? Yeah. Um, she's so good. I don't know <laughs> if I've ever seen any worst shots. Um. I can't think of any. I really can't think of any. What about the best shot? (sighs) Best shot. I mean, every shot's a great shot. She's a great ball striker. Look at how great of a friend I am. I know. Come on. I'm trying to give you a... I feel like the positivity is only going one direction. I know exactly the best shot I've seen a hit. I'm trying to give you a chance to roast her What was the best shot? Best shot was last year when I went and watched you at the A&A. And you hit that three wood on the 18th hole oh. to two feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And tapped in for that. eagle. And you made that putt. Yeah, like that shot gave money. me some extra yeah. dollars. That was a sick that. shot. Do you guys have like a favorite favorite story about each other? Do you, you have something? Because you just, whatever you I just did with many. that water. Yeah. I don't have one. But I do want to share this one. Yes. It's not bad though. This isn't bad. Really? So Bronte, this is our, our freshman year. Bronte still ha- doesn't have her driver's license in the U.S. She has not driven on the left or the <laughs> right side of the story. road from the, the from you know from no. the normal car. So it's much harder to get your driver's license in the U.K. though, right? Oh yeah, in America you could do the yeah, test with your yeah. eyes closed and pass. Yeah, yeah. and so um, so we carpooled a lot. Um, and I remember she, she, she was re- my chauffeur, basically. Yeah. So I remember she wanted But you needed in LA, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. she needed to practice driving or whatever, and she hadn't done it yet. And we were trying to figure out a day to do it. But anyways, we, we had finished practice. We were driving back to campus. I think there was a basketball game or something. So it was very packed. I mean, especially during rush hour or during a basketball game, it'll take like an hour to go five miles. Sometimes after practice on Tuesday afternoons, it would take forever. But... I remember we were driving back to campus. We were driving through campus, and we were, like, not moving at all. And I had to pee so bad. Like, I just had to pee so bad, and I don't know what was going on. Like, at that time in my life, I peed every hour. But, like, I just had to pee so bad, and I knew we weren't going to be able to park, get to the parking lot and park my car for at least another 30, 40 minutes. And we're in campus, and I was like, oh, fuck it. I was like, Bronte... 
get in the driver's seat. I'm going to run out there and pee in a bush. I'm and like, I'll be no, back. This is a terrible idea. I'm like, get in she's the car. Like, and before, she's like, before oh, I can license. say anything, she's, she's like, no. like, the door's open and she's running in a bush and I'm, I'm sat in the seat and I'm going, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I literally just left the door open, sprinted into the bush And then of course pee. the traffic starts moving. Yeah. I'm so like, tra- and I'm peeing there in the bush. I'm like looking like, and I see Bronte like. I run around the back there's of like, the car. Yeah, so she gets, and then there's like all this room in front of the car because the cars, the traffic was moving and I could see her in the driver's seat like going like this, like figuring out like what to do. And I'm just like, just freaking drive. And like the car started honking at her because she like literally could not figure I it out. I was like, what is this P, P, D, P, Yeah, she's like, like, she's like, I'm on the left side. Like, I don't know. And then finally she drives up and it was probably like probably 20 or 30 yards. <laughs> yeah. And then I finally like run back. Like, Yay, your first experience driving. I was like, I, I never want to do that ever again. Did you grow yeah. up driving manual entirely? Uh, yeah. yeah. So you didn't know, literally didn't no, know I how to drive like, automatic, which I is. I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Yeah. And do you have, do you have a favorite one of Allison? Actually, Allison wasn't even there for this funny moment, like, but she was very much involved. So it was actually St. Patrick's Day last year and she wasn't in town. And so our other two roommates were Katie and Mari, Katie and Mari were like, we were all going to go out for St. Patrick's Day. Mm -hmm. So it's the weekend before spring break. So they were both about to go to Cabo for spring break. Oh, so this was Arizona. I was in Arizona. Yeah. And so um, one of the girls, she was getting a new oh driver's gosh, license. Oh my I remember. <laughs> she was getting a new driver's license. And so she had to take her passport out with her because she didn't have it. So we are like having a pretty good time. We end up going to um, this club in Santa Monica and we have like, you know one of the guys on the football team gets a table so we have bottle service and I'm pouring the drink so I'm partly to blame for all of this but anyway I'm pouring quite heavily on the vodka and the vodka cranberry and um (laughs) Katie one of the girls just all of a sudden hits the deck and is like I need to leave I need to leave walks outside so I rush off out to find her leaving Mari inside Katie is sat on the step on the road, just puking everywhere. And I'm like, you cannot sit on the side of the road in LA. Like, you know, you are straight up going to get hit by a car. Anyway, it was at probably 2.30 a.m. at that point, And I wanted to go back in to get Mari because I had no idea what sort of, you know, state she was in at that point. Yeah, and there's no service in this bar. No. So I couldn't call her, so I had to go back in. Anyway, of course, the bouncer wouldn't let me go back in. I'm like... My friend is in there, and I can't get hold of her. I don't know what to do. So Katie is like, we have to leave. We have to leave. I'm, she, I mean, she was really bad. So I make an executive decision, which was clearly the wrong one at that time, to leave Mari and take Katie home. And well. then, so the <laughs> second part, I'm in Arizona. This is, what, was it Friday night? Yes, and it's 3 a.m. I, I get a freaking, I'm getting a FaceTime call at 3 a.m., and I was like, oh, God, who is it? Is it? And then it's Mari calling me. So I answer the phone. I'm like, hello. And she's, <laughs> she's like, black. She's out. like, oh, my God. She's like crying, <laughs> bawling, crying. She's like, Bronte left me. <laughs> left me. Like, she's like, and I lost my wallet. 
I've lost I can't my find phone. my passport. Oh yeah, she had a phone, but like I've she's lost like my crying board, and crying and crying. Passport, everything. And then I wake up. I'm like, oh my gosh, because like, when we go out, we never leave each other. Like no matter what. Like okay, you want to go home with a guy. Like, okay, but that's fine. But, like, we won't leave one person alone. No. And so she's crying and crying. So I'm, like, I get pissed. So I call Bronte. <laughs> and this is, like, 3 a.m. I had to play the next day. It's, like, 3 a.m. And I'm, like, Bronte, what the fuck? Like, why did you leave Mari at the bar by herself? And you're, like, I had to take Katie home, blah, 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 blah. And I was just so mad. I was, like, fuck it, whatever. So I hang up on her. She tries calling Mari. Mari's mad, so it doesn't answer the phone. And then I was, like, because this is in Santa Monica. So it's, like, a lot of sketchy yeah. people are there. And like she's by herself, and she so, gets a guy to buy her a big Mac, and then she doesn't. And have then a she's like texting me. She's like, "I don't have my wallet, and there's a McDonald's here. I'm so hungry." And I'm like, "Well," and she couldn't even like call an Uber or something. I think something was wrong with her Uber. I called her an Uber. Yeah. Yeah, and so she was talking to me, texting me. I was making sure she was okay. She's like, "I met this nice guy at McDonald's." I was like, and she was wrong. So I was like send me a picture so she like sends a picture she's like eating she's like sitting at a table eating with this guy <laughs> like she doesn't know him and i was just like oh my freaking god she's like this was happening all like 3 a.m yeah. in the morning so katie had and you and mari all had this obsession with taco bell like obsessed so katie is i think we've all been there yeah katie is blacked out and all she's like i just need taco bell and i'm like okay i'll order you taco bell so I'm ordering Taco Bell and Postmates, and it's coming out to be $20. I'm like, really? Like, fuck it. I'm like, whatever. It. So I order it, and then I get home, and Katie's like, when is my Taco Bell arriving? I'm like, um, like it says it's going to be here in like 10 minutes. Anyway, the like, there's a knock at the door, and it's Mari mm-hmm. with a Taco Bell in her hand. And I'm like, why do you have Taco Bell? She's like, well, this guy was knocking on the door for like 10 minutes but none of you are responding with your taco bell i'm like well mine isn't here katie had ordered taco bell herself also 20 dollars worth so we had 40 dollars worth of taco bell it's a lot of taco bell. yes <laughs> and she passed out so didn't even eat it so mari was just eating everyone's taco bell when <laughs> after eating back. mcdonald's yeah <laughs> so that's probably the most memorable because of how I was so like mad. the fact that Allison had to play the next day and she was still dealing with, dealing with it back home. from Arizona, which is such an Allison thing, you know? Like, yeah. I was like, she's the always mom. dealing with everything, like all the problems. And that was the epitome of it because she was like, you know, 300 miles away and was still dealing with it, you know? <laughs> like, can we can we man. party with you guys? By the way, yeah. <laughs> this we're, we're is definitely so the oh, this is the least amount of golf we've ever talked on this oh, podcast. Gosh. But it's yeah, pretty I, new. like I had all these questions. You won at like at um, Nanea. In, oh yeah. In, oh uh, yeah. In uh, Hawaii, I was gonna uh-huh. ask about that. I was gonna ask about all the golf courses in LA. Like, we both won in Nanea. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, you won yeah. in Nanea. You won too? twice though. No, I won. I won Stanford like oh yeah yeah, yeah. three times the year after you won. Important to note that despite all these party stories, these ladies are yeah. very, very good you at hold golf. The, you're tied for the UCLA record for... Not anymore. Most yeah, really. Yeah. One of yeah, the girls oh, really? she girl just broke it recently, yeah, a couple weeks really ago. Cool. So you won seven times, though? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then... I won three, four, 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 like that. four in like a year and a half. Yeah. Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that is all the time we have. Thank you, girls, for joining. <laughs> this was awesome. So much fun. You guys are, you guys are good storytellers. We really appreciate it. So oh thanks for coming on, and uh, best of luck this week. Thank you. Kevin, don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about in? That is better than most. Better than most. 